Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. A two-hand follow jam is true for Josh Jackson. You're listening to The Morning Blitz with my main man, Ross Volkmer, right here on 102.5 You Rock. Continuing on a Thursday morning here on the Morning Blitz, November the 2nd. Once again, making your way to a high of 69, currently 35. Our temperature outside on this Thursday. Uh, congratulations to listener Kennedy. She is our winner of the AEW Collision tickets. So she has two tickets coming to her for AEW Collision Wrestling at Interest Bank Arena this Saturday. So uh, we'll be getting her those tickets here right after the show. Be great. Uh, in studio, uh, head coach for the Northwest Tech men's basketball team, uh, Jay Bradley, joins us. Wasn't able to join us yesterday. He's here on a Thursday, though, after a big win for Northwest Tech men. They win 92-56 over Otero College University. Coach, good morning. Thanks for uh, being with us. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you for having me. Talk to me a little bit about last night. You know, thoughts uh, post, post-game or 20, 12 hours after a victory. How do you feel about it? We still got to get a little bit better. Um, it's a good way to uh, start out the season. Want to know, uh, get the guys kind of in the in the mindset of how to prepare the things that we'll have to do for game day stuff like that. So it was really good. Yeah, how big is it an adjustment for the guys? You know, learn some of these guys have played college ball before, but it's the first time underneath you as a head coach. You know, this their adjustment period that they need to 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 understand what how 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 a game day goes, whether we're at home or away, which will be coming up here next week. Um, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So the routine is different for game days for everybody. Um, we have several players that have already played under somebody else. So it, it does take an adjustment. It, there's a major adjustment of period for those guys especially. And then for the guys that are freshmen, they just don't know. So you, you have to, you know, give them some time, be patient with them to learn and to understand what you, what you have to do to prepare. What are some of the things you really liked about last night's performance? Uh, our balance. I think good teams have balance. Um, our balance was really good. Uh, this team is together for the most part. Um, I think they play for each other. Um, and then our pace and our pressure. You told me, you know, before you know, when we visited earlier in the year, and, and, and you said again, you know, you really like this team. You really think that it could be a good team if, if things come together. Yeah, I do. Um, there's several things that, that you need to have uh, in order to have a good team, and I think we have several of those things. Um, still waiting on a couple other things, um, but but I think at the end, at the end of the day, these guys are going to come together, they're going to play hard, they're going to compete at a high level, and then we're going to make shots. You know, coming into this season for you, you've had a couple of years under your belt. You know what to expect in the Jayhawk, and I know you've tailored your roster to that more and more each year. I know you've tried to add some more size. You've brought some more size in. Uh, some more at length and athleticism at certain spots. Uh, you know this this roster that you've put together this year. I know you feel pretty good about what what came what's come together. Like you said, there's still more building to be done, but at least the raw pieces. Yes, yes, I think we have talent. We are very talented. Um, these guys listen. They pick up on things for the most part pretty quick, um, and they're learning. They play hard. We, we're going to play hard. We're going to be aggressive, and I think that's one of the main steps to be a good team. How how deep. Can this team be this year? I mean, you played a lot of guys, but it was a lopsided game. But how deep can this team be uh, when it gets into the thick of the Jayhawk conference schedule? I think late second semester to be really good, 10 or 11. Um, If we can play 10 or 11 guys, we're going to be really good. 
Jay Bradley joining us in studio, Northwest Tech head men's basketball coach. They're coming off a win over Otero College Junior Varsity. I had a question that I thought of one day. I was just curious. How do how does the scheduling work for this level in for you? Do you are you are your handprints all over the schedule? Is it more the AD that schedules? How does the scheduling work when you're putting and particularly the pre C the pre conference schedule? How does that how does that get all put together? That's uh, mainly on the head coach. So that's all that's all me. I do that. Um, but for the conference schedule, we don't have any say. Right, in that. right, right. That's yeah. why I said the pre C. I know the conference is set out. This is what it is. Yep. The conference says it, but. For the preseason, quote unquote, the the pre conference slate, you know those handful of games, four or five games. How do you go about piecing that together? What's and what's your been for your philosophy on that? I like to play home games. Um, I like to get into the max so we can get uh, just accustomed to playing in the max. It's a different gym. It's a really nice place to play. I love playing in there. Um, but but we need as much time in the max as possible. So I try to play as many home games as possible out of the six and then try to get something going on the road, like we'll go on the road on Tuesday <clears throat> to Sterling, Colorado, to play against Northeastern. And that's that's going to be similar to a, to a conference game on the road. How much do you want to challenge your team in the first six games, or is it more about building confidence? Like Northeastern will be a tough, a tough game at their place. They're a good program. I think they came in here last year and had say had some success, if my memory serves me correctly. And then, but you know, then you've got some other junior varsity teams you bring in. So how much? How do you balance the challenge of making it difficult to get your guys ready for the difficult Jayhawk <laughs> slate versus get, building their confidence with some easy wins? It's all about preparation for me. Um, just trying to help these guys learn. We do have a group of freshmen that are going to have to get better. So making sure that we have the games early to try to help them prepare uh, to understand the things that are going to have to happen in the Jayhawk. Uh, Last night was all about preparation. I tried to keep those guys locked in as much as possible and just so we can get prepared for November 18th. uh, We go to Cali. Yes, that'll be the uh, the Jayhawk Conference. Boy, talk about a tough one to open up at. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Scheduled and doing you any favors there, yeah, Coach. Not yeah. at all. Uh, uh, the Jamborees before are always big. You get a chance to play a lot of games in a, in a quick in a few days. How do you feel like that all went for you guys? I think they went really well. We have several players getting recruited at a pretty high level. Um, Arthur Celestin is garnering a lot of attention. Tayden Connor is as well, and Keyshawn Miller. Um, Charles Charles is going to garner a lot of t- uh, attention too. But but I think it went well. We got to see where we were at. We got to go against. Top five programs in the country did really well against somebody like South Plains, uh, so it kind of showed me what we were going to be against those higher upper echelon teams in the Jayhawk. It's really good to see, and I mentioned this before we got on the air. It's really good to see these guys come back: the Arthur Celestins, the Taden Connors, uh, the Keyshawn Millers. Um, you know, to bring and to bring some of these guys back that have a whole year of experience under their belt to not only. Uh, show the younger guys, but to lead them through this season and kind of help them what to, and get them to understand what to expect. Even guys that might be sophomores but have not played a season in the Jayhawk. I mean, it's so huge to get some of these returners back. And, and the same thing goes on the women's side because they have some returners back from last year. Instead of starting completely over from scratch, to have some of these people come back and to be a part of your program for a second year is so big. I think I, I think it sets the standard. They know, They understand what I expect. I think that's the most important thing. Then they understand what you're going to get yourself into in the Jayhawk and the things that you have to do to win at a high level on an everyday basis. 
When you look at the Jayhawk this year, have you seen some of the teams from a distance, you know, whether they're at Jamborees or not? What's your thoughts of some of the teams in the Jayhawk this year? I've seen everybody but one or two teams, and I think this this league is the toughest league for a reason. Um, there's good coaches in this league. There's a lot of very good players in this league, um, and there's no nights off. There's no nights off in this league. <laughs> doesn't matter if you're home or away. It There's doesn't. not a single night off in this league. It is an absolute bear. Jay Bradley in studio with us, Northwest Tech head men's basketball coach. A couple more for you here. Curiosity, first game of the season. How do you go about setting the starting five in your coach? What What's the process in the head coach's mind to setting the starting five? It, it, it's the first one of the year, so it really doesn't matter. And it, do, and it always goes down to it doesn't matter who starts the game, it's who's on the end of the floor. But when you say, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll with these five guys to start. What's the process in your mind doing that? Use October. Use October to see who does what, who does well, um, who can remember the things that we're that we have to get done, uh, which is big. Uh, some guys can't think and play, <laughs> so uh, you know you got to work through some of that stuff most of the time. But uh, that's the process. I use October. We played 13 games in October, um, and they kind of showed me who could do what. Um, you know, usually. Uh, and it's happened in our on our team. Uh, leaders start to show their face. Who's going to lead? Who's going to step up and be vocal? Who's going to hold guys accountable? Who's going to do such and such? And those guys, those guys are uh, very important. How great has your leadership been from your older guys? Uh, really good, really good. I think Art's starting to turn the corner uh, in that aspect. He's been very consistent in practice. He's been very vocal, um, and he, he's going to be an important piece to our team. How have those guys changed from their last year to this year, besides the fact, of course, knowing what to expect from you? How have they changed? How have they grown up in the last year, you think? I'm not. I'm not going to go too far in depth. I'm not going to go too far in depth. But but they have changed quite a bit. You know, you can see somebody like Tate and Connor kind of come out of his shell because he's a pretty quiet kid. Uh, and to you know, making sure that the other guys know what know what know what to expect, know what I expect. Uh, he's kind of our leader. He kind of gets us going every day. So uh, it's it's been it's been exciting to see some of those guys kind of turn the corner. Uh, a conversation for off the air. Yeah. Pretty funny. There. Uh, Jay Bradley in studio. We've, we've talked about the big three. Uh, once again, Arthur Celestin, Tate, and Connor, Keyshummer. Those guys are back from last year. They were big pieces for you last year. Give us a few guys that have come in this year that have really caught your eye, at least early on, that have really done some nice things, and you expect to, to help do some good things down the stretch. I'll give you a few freshmen and a couple of my transfers. There we um, go. I'll give you uh, Emar Jones. Emar uh, from Brooklyn, New York, 6'6", guard, guard, uh, extremely, extremely good ball instincts on the defensive side of the ball. He's actually very vocal. He's uh, he, He's been special early. Uh, he picks up on things re really well. Dylan Holt has been really good, 6'10". Uh, he can run the floor, block shots. He shot it decent. Um, just really, really excited to see him progress as the season goes on. And then um, Amar Lane. Lamar from Jer from New Jersey, uh, again another big time athlete, big time athlete, um, and then transfer wise, Charles Fofona has been has been on the the uptick. He's been playing very well, uh, but those four guys have been doing pretty good. Once again, you'll want to check out the Northwest Tech Mavericks. They're they're at home. <laughs> Uh, coming up this week from tomorrow, they're at home for the uh, Northwest Tech Maverick Classic, right? This is the next home because you got Tuesday on the road at Northeastern yep. and then back home for the Northwest Tech Classic uh, on Friday and Saturday, correct? Yeah, yep. Friday and Saturday we have that Classic. It's sponsored by MasterCard. There you go. So you'll want to make sure that you go out and check out uh, that. 
uh, at the Max Jones Field. I'll see the Maverick men in action uh, those two games. Coach, thank you so much for stopping in this morning, and uh, look forward to seeing your team this season. Yep, thank you. Once again, great stuff there from head coach of the Northwest Tech Maverick men, Jay Bradley. We'll take a break, come back. The NFL Power 5 is next here on a Thursday morning edition of the Morning Blitz.